Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of September 11th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me as always, Filter Cord. Never forget. Never forget, hashtag. Cool. Um, so what's been up with you the last week? Oh boy. Uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Total War Warhammer. War, the Warriest Edition. The Warriest um, Edition. It has, it, it's, it's had me worrying a lot. Hmm, that didn't work. I uh, also, I beat uh, finally beat Hellblade, which... Uh, just based on my recent game playing habits, is pretty good that I was able to beat a six hour game in uh, a couple weeks. <laughs> in a couple weeks, nice man. I'm proud. A win's a win, you know. <laughs> exactly. I did not plat it, which is horrific. There's one collectible in the whole game. There's like these like standing stones that right. uh, tells like a little bit of backstory. It's like audio log. Mm-hmm. I missed uh, three, and there's like 35 of them in the game. And that's so the last one you need. Last thing I mean, you needed? Yeah, everything else you'd get just from playing. Oh, okay. So, nice. It's the, it's the only missable one, so I, therefore I missed it. Ah. Yeah, me Good personally, job. me personally, I've been playing The Surge. Um, still doing Friday Night Fridays. Uh, we started playing Borderlands 2 last night, and we did a stream of that. Hmm. Uh, myself, Pacey Passman, and Case Aria. That was kind of, uh, that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, had some interaction, mostly just people like, hey, can we join you? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we had just got back into it, so we were like, "No, maybe some other time." Uh, but yeah, I kind of, I think it'd be kind of fun to do a community play, like getting two people yeah. playing Borderlands Two or something, and then have two other people come in, and then when they're like, when we kind of get bored with them, boot them out and pull someone else in. Yeah, um, that could you be done. You bore with, me. Uh, get rid of them. Yeah, that could be done with uh, Left 4 Dead as well. Uh, I feel like pretty much everybody has Left 4 Dead on Steam by now. I mean, they, right. they make it, you know, Valve makes all their stuff super affordable usually, so. Oh, yeah. For sure. But, yeah, that's kind of what I've been getting into. Uh, talked with a guy from um, Deck 13. He jumped into my stream of The Surge, which makes Deck 13 yeah, makes sick. The Surge. So that that's really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, that's where, that's pretty much do you remember? Uh, do you remember where they're from? Um, no, actually, I need to look it up. I want to say London. Uh, yeah, probably. That, that makes sense. Um, Deck 13 headquarters in... Dun, 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 Frankfurt. Frankfurt, Germany. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be, that'd be uh, something cool to check out. Yeah. I've applied there a few times. Um, and their games are getting better. And that's what he was mainly asking me during the stream. He was like, did you play Lords of the Fallen? What do you think... Do you think this mm-hmm. is better than Lords of the Fallen? Do you think it's worse? Yeah. What do you like? What do you dislike? Um, that w- that was pretty cool. I really like that their, you know, PR manager, um, like head marketer mm-hmm. guy, jumped in and, and did that. That was awesome. Well, yeah, like uh, just out of curiosity, like how many viewers did you have at that time? Eh, about you know five or six. Yeah, so that's. I mean, he's, you know, that kind of shows that he, you know, the company really is invested in like, uh, like drill down and find me what people are saying about this game. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, go to something like a little more obscure, go to people that don't necessarily have a thousand people watching them play. Now, I mean, with that, you could very well have had the largest number of viewers, you know, if there's not a lot of people streaming at the time or whatever, but, right. yeah, yeah. um, you know, and still. it was, it, it was, it was prime time for them. It was late for us kind of, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, not okay. prime time. It was like after the afternoon for them, I guess it was about one in the morning okay. for me. So yeah. five hour difference, but yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's badass. 
But yeah, uh, I guess let's just uh, jump right into, uh, I guess, our screw-ups. But before that, if you guys get a chance, head over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff that matters. Um, We've been posting over here pretty regularly. It gives you a good idea of... uh, you know, when of course, when we go live, when we do things with digital dungeons, um, streams, and more, um, also, yeah. you know, normal news, you get look at PlayStation lineup first uh, before the months, uh, before the first month's podcast, game yeah. already come out. So, uh, you know, that's a good way to go. And then um, just to stay reminded on streams and more uh, on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. You can follow us over there as well. Uh, well, mm-hmm. All the likes, comments, shares, or follows are appreciated. Definitely. All right. Um, yeah, the first, uh, we, we had, I guess, two screw-ups, um, and they both revolved around games being released uh, mm-hmm. last week. Uh, the first one was uh, Songbringer. Um, this game, we were kind of talking about this right before, uh, like what to compare this to. They 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 mm-hmm. said it was Zelda Goes Procedural. Is that what they mm-hmm. were saying about it? Um, yeah, that's the main uh, like marketing blurb. Yeah, and I'm kind of curious, like, what... So, so it's a different experience every time, but, like, I wonder to what extent, you know? Yeah. Um, so you know, means... there are a lot of... Uh, like, yeah. that's the riskiness of Procedural. Like, you can end up with like either you put a lot of limiters on it to make sure that the game always ends up very playable or you put no limiters on it. And sometimes you just get a really weird playthrough, you know? Right. So, um, I, I, I'm always curious on where companies go with, uh, you know, where they bet on that. Right. And, and yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, this game looks like it's difficult. Um, it has the art style of, I was saying, um, hotline Miami, uh, but it's like an adventure puzzle, um, exploration game. Uh, I believe it's open, like almost like an open world, um, almost in that sense of like playing the older Legend of Zelda's back, you know, back yeah. on like the NES and stuff. Kind of yeah. reminds me. Um, and aesthetically, it looks a lot <laughs> like uh, Hyper Light Drifter. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess just a little bit of backstory since we missed it. Um, uh, this dude Roke, he finds, he, you know, he's cruising the galaxy with his robot in this ship called the Songbringer, searching for, you know, different planets and you know life. And he finds a, a nano sword hidden in a cave, um, mm. but it, un, it it awakens an ancient evil. But in his defense, the sword's pretty freaking sweet though. Also, like and essentially everything awakens ancient evils so like he could have just used the wrong toilet or something i mean yeah it was inevitable yeah that's i feel like i've awakened a few evils while using the Uh toilet so i can attest to that firsthand songbringers release uh ps4 xbox one and pc september 1st all right and uh the second one um i I feel like we've actually mentioned this one, so maybe it got pushed back, and that's why we didn't say it again. Because, I, I mean, I right. remember talking about it sometime. But, uh, yeah, Monster Hunter Stories uh, actually came out September uh, 8th, which is the day we're recording here, um, on the 3DS. So that, that should have been on last week's podcast. Um, like I said, I don't know if I got pushed or something, but, uh, yeah, we just, we just missed it. Yeah. Cool. 
And that uh, one is. Yeah, I, think, yeah, just, I think we're so uh, obsessed with Monster Hunter World coming up that we just like can't be bothered with anything else Monster Hunter until that comes out. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I was actually just talking to uh, our friend Grim today about that, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I had to disable um, all the notifications I was getting." Because every time they would post like something to their YouTube or anything, oh, I would like, end up watching email. a fifteen-minute video. And yeah. I, he's like, "I know everything about it now, and I feel like <laughs> it's kind of hindering me." And I was like, "Yeah, that's why I stopped watching stuff a while back." Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, actually, this is, you know, a good example is going to come up later. I, as I'm sure everybody knows, I'm super into uh, Shadows of War. I'm really excited to get to play that. Mm-hmm. Was that late October? Um, right. There's actually, uh, that ended up being Game Informer's cover for this month, so uh, with their cover stories, they do a lot of in-depth, um, you know, they get a bunch of, you know, developer diaries and learn all stuff about it, and I have to just avoid all of it, because I, <laughs> like, I'm too deep, I'm too invested at this point, I can't play around anymore. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Alright, so those were the two screw-ups, um, I guess we'll just jump into the games being released for, um... September 11th through the 17th. Uh, on the 12th, we have Dream Break. Um, how much do you know about Dream Break? Uh, little, but um, I like the idea of it. There's been a lot of, like, um, uh, this game is set in the USSR, as it's shown here on screen. Um, it's like a little, uh, it's an adventure, um, action, kind of stealth, uh point and click i mean it's got a lot going on here um it's kind of got aesthetics of uh uh what did we compare it to um hotline miami yeah i, yeah, I just yeah. i just mixed up songbringer songbringer was more like um what was the one that you just said uh, uh was it transistor hyperlight um and this one's more like uh more like hotline miami um mm-hmm. it's kind of that almost like platformer action adventure um has a uh, almost like a like a cyber cyber future retro mm-hmm. feel. So something you would see from like the '80s depicting the future. Yeah, is what yeah. I feel. That's a that's a good uh, comparison. Um, and yeah, it's uh, you know I, I like uh, a lot of these kind of like post Soviet um, games. I, I think. Um, uh, Papers, Please was a really good one. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, the, uh, actually, that the uh, the game that came out that was like The Thing, uh, was that a couple weeks ago? Yeah, we ran ago? that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Beholder, the game before that was, you know, you are hired by the, the state, basically, to, um, like, be a landlord and, like, spy on people in their homes. That was mm-hmm. a really cool game set in that, that kind of uh, dystopic... Um, you know, USSR, Soviet setting. Yeah. Uh, those have been, there's been a lot of really good quality games of that. Um, kind of lately, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, and this one looks pretty cool. Um, this one uh, is coming out for PS4, Xbox One. And it's Dream Break, September 12th. Um, the next, uh, with Dream Break, and the next three games, they're all coming out the 12th. So, mm-hmm. um, just keep that in mind. Uh, next up is NASCAR Heat two oh boy um yeah let's um uh, turn left i don't know uh, all of this great content of nascar oh boy i could have a whole nascar podcast i bet <laughs> yeah this one obama. is obama 
yeah, this one's coming out uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Um, yep, trucks and, and actually Xfinity does, series. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. you know it's it's got some it additional content on there. That's cool. I, you know, it's not necessarily my thing, but definitely um, not groundbreaking. Um, yeah, I'm, and I'm they, glad they, somebody's doing it. <laughs> and 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 they know it. It's you know it's coming out at forty nine ninety nine. They're not yeah. like saying, hey, come pay you know a six AAA <clears throat> price for this. Um, they're not right. doing anything crazy. Um, right. Yep, September 12th from Monster Games. Um, another thing that I'm sure we're going to have plenty of conversation about. Actually, <laughs> this is uh, this is kind of like where, where in the first wave, I think, wasn't Madden last week? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. so we're, we're in the time of the yearly sports release. Because yeah. uh, the next one here is uh, Pro Evolution Soccer PES 2018. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the main like FIFA contender. I honestly couldn't point out the differences. Um, um, the graphics look pretty good on this one. Uh, it also is coming out on the uh, it's PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS3, 360. Keep on yeah, going. Um, that's that's really interesting because we see a lot of we did that comparison. Uh, I think it was probably about a month ago between WWE um, mm-hmm. 17 and 18, uh, yeah. like. Because the newest one is dropping the PS3 and 360, and it you can see it in the facial animations, can, the yeah, restrictions it that they have. Yeah. Um, I, um, I feel like this would be in the same boat. I, I find it weird that Konami is interested in making this game, but they have no interest in keeping one of the best developer, one of the best designers in video games. Um, yes. Yeah. It's that's very questionable. It has to be like a a, a Desolets thing with like Ubisoft, like. At one meeting, he said something weird, and they were like, okay, we hate Kojima now. Yeah. Like, it had to be something like that. Because, uh, I mean, you know, Konami's... They've said that, oh, we're going to move into, like, pachinko machines and casino-type games. Right. And, uh, that's, I mean, we've already seen that that's clearly not true. They're making another Metal Gear game without Kojima, or, I mean, really any of the original staff. They're making these, you know, FIFA contender games, like... This is not a little, you know, junior, like, oh, a cute little Super Mario Strikers, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a hardcore yeah, and people FIFA like alternative, and it's, yeah, there's a lot of Clamor for like, this, you know? Like, this um, is most of the world, aside from America's interest. Right. <laughs> it, yeah, between this and FIFA, like, we buy Madden and, and NBA and shit every year, they buy PES or FIFA, and you never get both. I've never heard of somebody that likes both. Right. It's very contentious. So, uh... It's weird. Yeah. I don't... Like, Konami's just really weird. Like, I don't know if I trust anything they do or say anymore. Right. Well, yeah, definitely not. Um... Um, But, but yeah. yeah. I mean, like, (laughs) uh, so if you really want to, like, talk politics with your friends while playing a, you know, to the rest of the world football, to everybody in the U.S. soccer, this is the game for you. Yeah. Definitely. Um, um, okay, up, and then, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, next, uh, Rayman Legends Definitive Edition. Um, this is coming to the Switch, of course, by yep. Ubisoft. Uh, um, there is a uh, demo that you can download of it. It's been on the Switch for, ooh, I don't know, at least a week. Uh, yeah. Just like the first mission or whatever. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you d- don't expect anything like crazy new. It's that same yep. game that we've been getting since... Man, this came out when we worked at GameStop. Yeah. Uh, it's been a few years at least. Yeah, this um, has been probably about four years. Four or five. Maybe more. Maybe. Yeah, it came yeah. on the Wii U originally. 
uh, or Wii U, PS4. It came out on the, wasn't it Wii, PS3, uh, 360, and then and then Wii U, and later. then Wii U later, and then PS4 so and Xbox this One. Has probably. literally stretched across three Nintendo consoles. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I, I'm not sure on that, but it I remember it was like, like I really like the music integration of it. I I didn't buy it myself, but I've played it quite a few times. Right. And, uh, like, it's cool. It's, it's cool. It's yeah. just like it's hard to still be hooked. Right. You know, 45 years later. Definitely. What is the Skyrim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not Skyrim. I mean, come on. Like, give me give me a couple more VR versions, and then we'll talk. But yeah, that's uh, Rayman Legend Definitive Edition coming out on the Switch, of course, by Ubisoft yep. on September 12th. Yes, yeah, and all, the, all those that we've mentioned so far are the 12th. Um, yeah, so moving on to the next one on uh, September 14th. Uh, this is a little bit, uh, we had to kind of do some research on some of the origin story of this one, but right. uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 for the PC first <clears throat> will be coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Um, yeah, it's like an isometric... Uh, tactical beautiful um, rpg very good looking <laughs> like holy cow um mm-hmm. it's coming from larian studios and uh it looks it looks really cool like i'm not sure we both how have much a soft that spot. character customization is like other characters or how definitive your character is right. i really hope it's like a dragon age thing where your character doesn't really matter and you can just make them whatever race and style you want i'm not right. really sure but it kind of like, looks like that yeah, we really have a soft spot for these style of games. I feel like, mm-hmm. but you know, between the you know two of us, um, it's it's very much that uh, uh, like pulled back, not top down, but just kind of like pulled out, mm-hmm. uh, possibly you know possibly drop and drop out co op uh, yeah. game that you would play much like you know Baldur's Gate or Champions, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but but it's a little more. I don't want to say serious. It's a little more pen yeah. and paper, uh, yes, where you're more complex creating your, you know, your class and your skill points, and yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to it, and mm-hmm. the, it seems like there's a wide variety of races, and um, not only that, but you know, use your intelligence and stuff like that to get information out of people while you're talking to them. Um, yeah, this mm-hmm. game it seems like it does a lot right, so. Uh, waiting yeah. for to see how the how it controls um, is going to be the next thing. So you know that's something I'm going to be looking into, right? For sure. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, you know that original uh, the first. Well, man, I'm using original way too much in this. Uh, the first Divinity Original Sin is available on um, you know PC on the uh, mainline consoles that are out now. Um, mm-hmm. So if you did want to jump into that story early, play the first one, see if you like it. Um, I mean, the second one certainly is extremely way better looking. But, oh, yeah. um, you know, if you wanted to check out and see, you can get that first one a little cheaper. For sure. Cool. And, yeah, that one is uh, just co- coming out for PC September 14th. Um, right. Looking forward to, you know, jump ship and head to console possibly later. Right. Well, we'll update on that when that happens. For sure. And I'll let you take the next one since I know this All is right, your jam. Yes. My boys, Arcane, on September 15th, are releasing the standalone expansion, Dishonored, Death of the Outsider. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to come out on uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC, all at launch. Um, so yeah, it's uh, basically you're playing as Billy Lurk, which is from the original game's uh, DLCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a part of the Whalers assassin organization, and uh, her mission this time around is to 
hunt down and destroy the outsider, which is the kind of god being that gives you all your weird otherworldly powers. So, um, you know, the outsider is a creation of people. Like he, he is not the originator of the like kind of dirty, grimy magic that exists in Dishonored. So it's not like killing him would end magic or whatever, but he, he was uh, kind of created in a sacrifice to govern over uh, kind of this void space. So uh, it's really interesting. Like it, the idea to like, oh, let's go kill a god is amazing. Yeah. Uh, like, what is the goal? Like, is that going to free up power, or is it going to remove power, or is it is Billy Lurk going to become the new outsider? I mean, there's a lot of questions here. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. Uh, if you haven't checked, you know, if you haven't checked out Dishonored, this could be a good, um, mm-hmm. a good like jump into the series of Dishonored. Um, and a lot of star power behind this game. Shit. Yes. Uh, yes. Billy Lurk is voiced by. Rosario Dawson, mm-hmm. and uh, and I know there's there's a heavy amount of others in here as well. Yeah, um, um, uh, this is a, a lot of the the actors. They've they've done that for a long time. And the first Dishonored, right. the uh, the princess um, was uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, if you haven't checked out the game, it's kind of like a. It, it can be a stealth game. It depends on how you want to play. It can be a stealth game. It can be an action yeah. game. Um, but you know, using the tools that you have to uh finish the you know finish the job finish the objective um Mm -hmm. whether it be you know get from point a to point b or get you know from you know you know killing a certain person and doing it whether you want to do it silent or loud or however um Mm -hmm. it's it's very interesting they have a ton of cool weapons at your disposal too um oh yeah the uh, outsider is voiced by robin lord taylor too who plays uh uh Penguin, penguin on gotham um yeah, he was on like season four or five of Walking Dead, right? Uh, and he was in a few other shows too. He was in, like, yeah. he played uh, like he's usually like creepy goth kid. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So it's a good cast. Uh, yeah, Michael Madsen plays uh, Dowd, the uh, assassin from the first game. Oh, cool. So that's pretty good. I mean, like you said, it's got a great cast. Um, it, you know, that's that Bethesda money for sure. Yeah, <laughs> they're flexing that muscle. But yeah, that's. And, uh, uh, but, yeah, yeah, actually, um, that's uh, yeah. So that's gonna be on the fifteenth standalone. You don't have to have the original game or anything. And uh, oh, yeah. this will be the first thing out of Arcane uh, missing their founder after he's uh, sort of retired, or I'm not sure what he's doing. But, yeah, that'll uh, be interesting to see how that how that carries on, especially even after this moving forward. Right. So. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, the next one's a good, good one. Oh, I actually didn't ready up that video. Give me a second. I got it. Yeah, no problem. There's going to be an ad? <laughs> nope, no ad. Got it. Oh, wow. How about um, Okay. Next one Go is ahead. Metroid uh, Samus Returns. Um, I- I've never been a huge Metroid fan, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, but, I-, I mean, I've, p- I've played my fair share of Metroid games. I- I've just, it's yeah. never really struck me, you know, especially the... Um, Especially, you know, the the platformy ones. Um, but that's exactly yes. what this is. It's a 3D. It's it's coming out on uh, the 3DS, uh, of course, 2DS. Um, but it's a return to that 2D Metroid style game, mm-hmm. uh, where it's you know platforming and working your way through, you know, the area. And uh, you know, you have all your um, all the the standard things like 
there there really isn't a ton to say about it to be honest it's uh-huh. it, it's a 2d metroid game and I well, think the main everyone, thing is, even if you don't know what metroid is you know what a 2d right. metroid game is right um you know it, it it was one of two games that started a genre um it's something that i know fans have really been asking for for a long time of more 2d metroid and uh, in fact, with the you know Metroid announcements at E3, um, a lot of people were kind of pissed to see more 3D first-person shooter Metroid. And it's like, dude, all we want is a 2D Metroid, and Nintendo's finally about to deliver here. Yeah, and it comes out before they've even really talked more about Metroid Prime 4, which was the E3... Which is smart. Bombshell. Yeah, yeah which was real smart. So, you know, take care of that core audience and then... Mm-hmm. We'll push forward, try to, you know, pull them in to this big 3D right. world, get them more on board with it. Um, right. But yeah, and, for, and you know, just to really give fans what they want, which I think is Nintendo's. Uh, seems like what they what their kind of new mission is right now is you know with along with uh, Legend of Zelda, with yeah. uh, some of the stuff they've announced for Switch with the new Mario. It seems like they're they've really gotten the idea of like, okay, the fans know what they want. Let's just give it to them. Yeah, they they really um, for a long time they would do the opposite. I feel like, yes. um, I mean, it was literally there was a whole console base around not giving the core fans what they wanted, mm-hmm. um, and then they started to kind of do that with the Wii U, like oh let's give them some cool things, but it was still they weren't really there. So, um, right, yeah, it's really cool to see that they're more focused on, uh, you know, hooking us you know, fans that have been with them for a really long time up with something great. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, very highly look forward to, um, you know, some more stuff. Uh, these last two, uh, also coming out on September 15th, um, NBA live 18 and NHL 18. I guess we can kind of hop between them as, uh, we see fit, but, um, you know, we're not really sports guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, you are more than me and, you that's maybe nice. play one or two like off sports games a year, so it's yeah. not much. <laughs> that's not like the sports that I would say I was I, I, I'm interested in would be like uh um what did I pick up that um that Ubisoft like snowboarding uh, yeah. uh title, uh, um Steep. Uh, steep, yep. That that's the kind of sports game I'm interested in. Rocket League. Rocket League's okay. Um like I, I yeah, I'm I think we're definitely more fans of like off sport games right um like it is a i mean technically you could consider it in the sport field but it like is mario kart really a racing game right and, <laughs> you know? and yeah that's the kind of thing that we're uh, talking about like i'm not a fighter fan but i love super smash right uh, you know it's right yeah um it's just not our field so you know we do want to mention it of course for people that it is their thing uh you know feel free to send in um you know send us a message on facebook send us an email at mammoth games inc at gmail.com and let us know what some of the cool features of some of these games are i mean uh, when i worked at gamestop i used to remember like you would just know like oh well madden 15 is different than 14 because it has this this and this feature because you see the marketing material all the time right but anymore it's like it's not my interest i'm not going to go read a you know 600 word article about the new nhl like i just don't care so i just I, i just don't know what those differences are anymore so, I mean, if you want to point them out, if there's anything really cool that you think people might be into, if you think that there's a feature maybe that non-sports fans might like, like we mentioned the uh, the Madden long shot story mode. Yeah. Um, 
you know, call that out to us. Let us know. That's a big opportunity uh, for them, like we had said before. Like, right. I think yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Um, I mean, look at uh, like the moderate success of Pyre from uh, the studio that made Bastion and uh, Transistor. It's a, a like a blitzball esque sports game, but yeah. it has this crazy fantasy world and everything layered on top of it. And I mean, I haven't gotten it yet, but it's definitely on my list. Um, it's something that I want to. I'm, I'm definitely going to go out of my way to get soon. So, I think once I, I get a chance to play it. I think if there was a sports game I'd be interested in, it would be the NHL games. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to play them as a kid, but you know, as a kid when you're growing up, there were there were options, but sports games were kind of they were big. Like yes, that was know. one of the main sellers. Right, and I remember one of the first games that I had, I think on my like Sega was was a Madden game. It was like mm-hmm. Madden like '95 or something. That's interesting. It was ridiculous and very much simplistic version of what we have today. Like I don't even pretend to understand like the complexity that they've put onto like mm-hmm. the new like football and game, you know, basketball right. games. Yeah, but it's just beyond me at this point. Hockey. One thing that I, like that was the one game that I played, the sports game that I played longer than the rest of them. I brought. I even played that onto PS2 uh, because you could turn off your. Uh, you could turn off penalties, and you could just destroy people. Oh wow! And that was fantastic. You could just like full speed skate up to someone and just shoulder check them into the into the glass, and they'd break <laughs> the glass, and then you'd take off with the stick or the the puck. That's cool. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It, that 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 felt satisfying. Um, but yeah, if there was just one, I think for me it would be, it would probably be uh, NHL. Hmm. I wonder. Uh, they should make a whole like separate like f- like dueling minigame in NHL where you just beat the shit out of people on the ice. I think some, like, street street hockey where, you know, like, not ice, but like, roller skates and mm-hmm. you know, out just like, more like something like NFL Blitz, but with hockey. Right. That could be yeah, fun. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or NBA Street V2. Best sports game I ever played. Best sports game? I don't know. Well, I mean, is skate a sports game? Like, yeah, Does exactly. That count for me, <laughs> that's the type uh, of sports games we play. <laughs> yeah, but cool. Uh, um, that's yeah. pretty much everything for uh, um, for the you know the week of the eleventh. That's the eleventh mm-hmm. through the seventeenth. The last uh, last four were September fifteenth uh, releasing games. Of course, they're both releasing PS4, Xbox One. That's NBA Live eighteen yep. and NHL eighteen. All right, um, and we'll just jump right into. Uh, Right into the news. We don't have any mentionable demos, trials, or betas. We do have... I mean, if you are interested, you can head over to uh, the Humble Bundle uh, store. Um, This will not be Mm. good for people that are listening to the podcast, but if you are watching us live today, you can head over to uh, Humble Bundle store and uh, download the first season of The Walking Dead for free. Um, But if you are watching this later, there's a ton of good stuff going over there on the, the Humble end of summer sale. Yes, um, and they're going to be like cycling out deals about every two or three days. So keep an eye on that for you know check up every couple days just to see if there's anything new going on. They already suckered me out of a couple bucks, so I'm not happy about that. Yeah, uh, we did have this one kind of buried in here a bit further, but uh, I, I, mm. I, yeah, it kind of just fits into this this uh, trial beta free mm. stuff thing. Um, other things you can get um, if you do happen to get season one of The Walking Dead. Um, you can get season two of The Walking Dead for five bucks, the Telltale series. And um, season three is available now. The you know the what's the uh, side 
story called um, Frontier. Is it Frontier? Okay. I yeah, I, I like that. Telltale games I really don't get into. I played like uh, Tales from no, the no. Borderlands. I, I think that a lot was of those fuckers. really that was really it. But uh, yeah. yeah, other good games. Um, Killing Floor is five. Oh bucks. wow, Massive Chalice. Uh, Massive, Massive Chalice, Chalice is, is like a two fantasy, bucks. Um, it's like a mix between Final Fantasy Tactics and XCOM. Right. Uh, Double Fine game. That's two bucks is a great deal on that. Soma's nine. Um, Rogue Legacy three bucks. There, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there's some good deals over there. So um, definitely head over there and check it out. But the wow. the free Telltale Walking Dead season one is only going on for the first 48 hours, and that started yesterday. So today yes. is literally the last day. Um, so if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Yep, <laughs> we did all we could. <laughs> but all cool. Right. Um, yeah. Well, so first up, I guess. Uh, yeah, go ahead. We have a spicy announcement. Hell uh, yeah. LA Noir is actually going to be coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Did we have a date on that or? And um, HTC Live. Uh, yeah, there's also going to be a uh, like special VR missions. It's like LA Noir the VR case files. There's going to be seven Live. of those. Um, yes, seven seven little missions. I'm not sure what the length kind of length and girth we're talking about there, but. Uh, I mean, L.A. Noir is actually one of my favorite Rockstar games, probably after Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I just loved the the whole like conceit. Now, I was actually talking with this uh, talking about it today. Like, I wonder if they're gonna go in and fix some of those text prompts where it's like, you know, you're talking to somebody and it's like, well, I think they might be lying, so I'm gonna try to push them on this a little more. You press that button and he's like, "Fuck you! You, you were sleeping with her, weren't you?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some of the like extreme, <laughs> like hard to understand relations that he makes love like, it love uh, everything about it that's a big part of that game to be honest it um, really is it, it like just it, the it comedy it, yeah it goes from like maybe like a solid b like a solid eight game into like full meme territory yeah and yeah unfortunately like it it wasn't for the best for me like that game uh, was good and i really loved what it was doing but right yeah <laughs> it's got some fatal flaws built right, baked right into that bad boy. Right. And um, actually, like a big thing about La Noir for me is that being somebody that was really interested in like the game industry and like people's working conditions and stuff, hearing about the just total clusterfuck of Team Bondi. Is, oh like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, like look into like Team Bondi, like what happened to Team Bondi, like Team Bondi La Noir story, like uh, it's totally crazy. I mean. Um, Every bad work practice that you can do, they had going on here. Uh, they actually had another game they were going to potentially be working on. Uh, the Horror of the Orient. fell apart. Yeah, I'm sure that name wouldn't have stuck. But yeah, probably not. It, it is a good name. Uh, it's it a good a name. Great name for like a 1981 movie. Yeah, that's in black and white, artfully. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's a game I really appreciate a lot. Uh, I think it was a historically important game because some of that technology went on, you know, to go into things such as Hellblade, such as Star mm-hmm. Wars Rogue One technology that they, uh, what was the KTSO, the interrogator droid, um, right. was like live projected onto the actor. Uh, so that's, you know, that kind of technology yeah. definitely carried on. And like, by like saying it at all, like this game is not a bad game. This is a damn good game. Oh, right. right. Um, I mean, it's a rock star game. I mean, <laughs> they like, know. I don't know. There, there was just something about doing the murder files. Uh, that like it, no matter what else happened in that game, mm-hmm. the ridiculous face, uh, you know the the ridiculous like 
accusations, even though you were seemingly doing something small and saying uh-huh. something, you know, very like, you know, you were thinking it was going to be said one way and then he took it a violent other way. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, despite all of that, this game is still like, still a solid seven. Mm-hmm. It's, sure. it's one of the weird uh, Rockstar games, kind of like Bully, that right. had like a big cult following and got them a lot of fans that weren't already Rockstar fans, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot. And it's a really good, I mean, like, investigator in, like, the gangster era simulator, which there's not a lot of. Right. Maybe it's competing against, like, Mafia 2, and that's probably it. <laughs> so what we're looking at here with this, uh, PS4 and Xbox One will have native 1080p um, for the normal mm. systems, 4K capabilities for the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. Mm. Switch will have Joy-Con, uh, a Joy-Con gyroscope mode, so you can do hand gestures, and it'll mm. also have touchscreen integration. Um, and the HTC Vive will have, you know, Rockstar's first ever VR experience with seven case files pulled right from the main game, fully rebuilt for VR. Um, cool. Yeah, really, really cool. Um, I'm interested to see some of what this is going to look like in VR. Mm-hmm. So yeah, stay tuned on uh, on our Facebook, and yeah. you know, we'll, we'll I'll try to I'll try to update that. All of this and, uh, is supposed to be coming out November 14th. November 14th. That seems quick. But that um, seems real quick. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Rockstar likes to just drop stuff, so that makes sense. Yeah. But they, they don't do this anything. Could be, um, this could be. Yeah, this could be really. Uh, it, this could be really important if Rockstar finds some success with these VR missions. I mean, they're clearly experimenting in VR. Mm-hmm. So if Rockstar, I mean, I can see Rockstar being the company that makes the killer app for VR, the thing that makes VR mainstream. Yeah, and I can definitely see that. And and they do this every time. They always they always test the waters with something, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like okay, that's working. Like, and you, half the time you don't even know. Like, people are asking, who right. asked for this? And this could go into that section of who asked for this. Uh-huh. But in, 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 my, in my mind, I know Rockstar way too well to ask that <laughs> question about something like this. Yeah, because Rockstar has a... Uh, they can't end they up have in a that tendency, category. Right. They have a tendency of, like, you know... They, have, they test something out a little bit, and it's it seems like they're just making a cool little mode or whatever. But right. really, they're making their next multi-billion dollar business decision and they're testing the waters. So, right. Um, I, I can definitely see them being the one that makes the big breakout VR game. So and hopefully this is a good experience. Hopefully it sells. It makes me wonder, like, what are they doing with LA Noir? Right. Are they, are they, would, are they creating... I would love an LA Noir too. Are, are they doing something new with LA Noir? Are they creating, like, let's jump forward in the timeline of LA Noir and, you know, mm-hmm. creating something new? Uh, like, where are we going with this? And, uh, yeah, I, those questions always run through my mind. And mm-hmm. I, I can almost, I, like, I want to say they're going to do something not, I don't think it'll be L.A. Noir too, but I think it'll be an L.A. Noir-esque uh, VR title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and again, they yeah. do it on their own time. They don't ask for permission from anybody. Like, like look at, what, what was it? Um... It was San Andreas and then GTA V. Both of those mm-hmm. games, huge titles, at the end of a console. Like, yeah. The, it, yeah. right at the end. So close with uh, five at the end that they brought it to the next console later. Mm-hmm. With cool, like a cool first-person mode. So, you know, it's Rockstar. That's, it's Rockstar. That's, that's, how, that's how they roll. Yeah. But cool. Um... Like I said, that one's November 14th. 
November right, 14th. That's cool. That's exciting. Um, yeah, so uh, very interesting development. Speaking of like foreign <laughs> weirdness. Uh, so um, Malaysia banned Steam temporarily. All of Steam. Um, yes. There, so there's a game come out that was like Fight of the Gods. Uh, so basically it's a standard fighting game but with like real historical like still currently worshipped gods punching each other yeah uh, so um the release of this game in early access was like so troubling to the malaysian people and government that they just banned all of steam and any retailer that had it uh they've since updated and taken uh just just that game is no longer available in malaysia but I mean, what a what a weird that headline. Um, that headline. I mean, that's that's a great headline. Malaysia, you, Malaysia. bans all of Steam. Yes, <laughs> like they were just like, get the shit out of here. <laughs> I mean, they uh, it's it, so weird. And the punchline is, they just didn't want Jesus punching Buddha in the face. Right. Yeah, it's literally that's like there was it. a major issue with Jesus punching the Buddha. I guess, which doesn't even make sense because there is not a Buddha. If you're Buddhist, there is not a singular buddha that is your god like the same way that if you're christian you probably don't have a problem with like an image of jesus punching someone yeah <laughs> like okay obviously you didn't do that it's fine like uh it's so odd this had to and, start um, like I mean, i'm just talking the game in general like oh my god could kick your god's ass i had to be there's no way jesus could beat zeus there's no way well i mean like I'm just okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, here in the back. I have and forth like very that. dangerous territory that I could go into there. I'm gonna avoid, <laughs> but uh, like, it's really like, it it seems so innocent. Like right. obviously this game cannot be like, it was not meant to be taken seriously. Seriously even a in any way, yeah. Um, but wow, what a reaction! Why yeah. does Buddha look like Zenyatta? Zenyatta is Buddha. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't know. Cyber Buddha. Cyber Buddha. That's what they call me. Cool. Uh, That's so cool. (laughs) Moving right along. Uh, The first dance, uh, Destiny 2 expansion confirmed. Curse of the Oris? Curse of Osiris? Osiris? Is that what it is? Osiris, yes. Oh, Osiris. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, Uh, And Bungie has... what, the crane-headed god? uh, Egyptian? Yeah, Bungie has confirmed this. Uh, Yeah. It features You're going to Mars. uh, The features are Explore Mercury... Um, or Mercury, yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's Mysterious Infinite Forest. Ooh. Oh, that sounds uh, sick. Uh, new story missions and adventure, new themed weapons, armors, and gear to earn cooperative activities, uh, competitive multiplayer arena, and more. Um, so they were on this pretty fast. Like, hey, this leaked. Uh, this is looks like it's going to be the next... And it was probably someone either data mining uh, or, you know, accidentally getting into... A DLC area from the main game, like, like, I mean, it, who was it? It was um, one of my college friends and I. We did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we broke oh, yeah, Destiny we like one several times. You, yeah, yeah, and I we saw got outside the map. Um, yeah, so that's going to be the uh, looks like the next big thing. Um, yep. Uh, you know, us, we're not really crazy into Destiny, but if you do want to see some of destiny you want to see our coverage of destiny twitch.tv backslash mammoth games inc we have um ed's x-wing he jumps over that he's been on our podcast a few times um you know for e3 we talked with him before 
um, on our what was it our top five for the year or top three uh, for the year something like that and uh yeah he's uh he's been playing through it um so you know if you do want to get your eyes on it and see what he thinks uh yeah that's definitely up check that out all right yeah we'll just jump right into the next um the next thing is actually kind of more of a more of a filter cord thing um it's yeah. a shadows shadows of war coverage um or cover and coverage in game yes. informer um yeah i kind of mentioned this um a little bit earlier when we were talking about avoiding too much news right but, uh, basically uh game informer um you know when they pick their cover now a big part of their thing is that they have a bunch of exclusives uh they have like an uh exclusive gameplay footage of like a nazgul boss fight in shadows of war right. um an in-depth look at middle earth shadow of war skill tree um a look at the power and might of the ring wraiths uh there's gonna be another update on the 11th actually when this podcast drops uh so yeah if you if you're interested in uh you know checking out some really deep detail of that um you know game form will have that are you going to be checking out that update on the 11th i'm probably going to look and see like what the title is i just can't get too into it because i'll like i'll lose my mind right um Um, if if you get a if you get a chance since i know you'll probably be a little more mm -hmm. like you have more of a chance to remember um go ahead and uh update that on our facebook so people can check that out you know whatever the update happens to be whether it's just you know like a video showing off shit the boss fight or whatever you know just toss Mm -hmm. it up there even if you don't watch the whole thing yeah yeah because it's i mean i i still think this has to be my game of the year like mm-hmm. the more they've they've done some like weird kind of sketchy shit about it. Right. Um, it's just I mean Warner Brothers I think is that's kind of their mo now. Um, but I'm I, everything I've seen of it I love. Uh, I'm more than happy to put a few extra bucks down that you probably shouldn't have to, but you know it's all it's all going to be hopefully worth it from what I've seen. Well, at least it's not Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know. Destiny 2, again, I've heard a lot of good stuff after it's come out. A lot of people were pleasantly surprised, so... Yeah. It's something I might potentially throw an eye on later. I just... I was too burned by the first one, and, like... Uh, you know, Shadows of Mordor was just so new and so fresh when it came out. Um, even with, the, like you said, the uh, some of the control difficulty. Um, at the time, I think that was a little more common, so it wasn't quite as bad, but... Right. Uh, the first one was just so good, and it just left me so hungry for more that I, they'd have to really do some weird shit for me to fully just turn it down and say no to it at this point. Definitely. Yeah, I look forward to uh, if you plan on doing any sort of review or anything for that. Yeah. That'll be yeah. cool. Cool. Um, our next article is possibly the biggest article of the week. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's just it, it's everything <clears throat> about South Park fractured, but whole. Um, mm-hmm. What was the original title of that? Uh, you remember? It was really good. It was like the Butthole of Destiny or something like that? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, the anus. But they, they wouldn't allow him to say butthole on a cover of a video game, so they put Not butt directly. Hole. Yeah. Yes. Uh, although complete is... Yeah. Yes, it, it, um, was. it was. It was Butthole of Destiny, I think. Yeah. So, um, you know, this... For me, this is gonna be my game of the year like definitely um it's gonna it's gonna hit that that humor chord uh there's gonna be chim pokemon there's gonna be it's stick of truth but now it's superheroes which is even more Mm -hmm. my jam um Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so one of the big things that came out this week is they were talking about 
the game's difficulty. And someone noticed that the difficulty of the game varies depending on uh, your skin color. Um, and they've... Uh, yeah, they... <laughs> I can't. It, it's it's so it's so just it's weird to talk about, but they're always right on the nose about something. Yeah. Especially when it comes to race or religion or whatever, and they always have a spin to it that makes it like, are they being racist? No, they're not being racist because they're bringing light to a subject. God damn. Well, not only that, but like, um, there has been like, I think it's just like popular now to like bash things that aren't perfectly pc even when they're like fully not intended to be like and i you know in some cases i can't understand like when you're punching downwards when you're like if you make fun of everybody equally that's one thing but when you equally make fun of people that are super in power and then make fun of super that uh, make fun of people that are not in power it's different but i think this is like uh, this is their nod to that i think and i think ubisoft probably had a hand in it Mm -hmm. but um you know, uh, part of this actual article that we found, we knew about the skin color uh, difficulty. We did not know about the, like, gender thing, which we'll mention here in a minute. But right. uh, I think this is them really saying, like, okay, we get it, and we see that, like, you know, it is kind of dangerous sometimes to say, like, well, your your race doesn't matter at all. If anything bad, it's your fault. And it's like, that, that's not always true. You know, in, in a lot of instances it is, and everybody wants it to be that way. But in some cases being you know having pale white skin is very easy mode in life you know and it doesn't mean that you're not coming across some hard shit and i think wasn't it wasn't there a quote that was um it doesn't make combat harder just every other thing in your life yeah i think it's cartman or mr Mackey that says don't worry this doesn't affect combat just every other aspect of your whole life which is hilarious (laughs) oh my goodness so it it also leads to a to a problem because I would want to play on a, like a difficult mode, but I would like my character... I, I like creating my character in the South Park games to my likeness. Well, you like to make yourself, yeah. Right. And So you're, you're always going to be on easy mode. I'm always going to be on easy mode, and that seems well, also, kind, of, kind of rough. I mean, part of, the, part of the issue with that, too, like, that, that has to be... There's a way to get around that, guaranteed. Yeah. Um, but, like, also imagine if you're... You know, if you are black and you want to make your character black, or, you know, if you're like me and you want to make your character black for no reason... Um, but you don't want to play on extremely very hard mode. Uh, I mean, that's, again, that might be a little too real. <laughs> like, yeah. look, I'm just trying to have fun, dude. So, so one, one of the yeah, other things that we, were, that we wanted to talk about is, um, mm. characters will also, uh, yeah, characters will also respond to the player's gender identification, which include male, female, and other. Um, after choosing one of these options, players can specify if they are cisgender or transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, Which also ties into the show. And then at the same time, it's also a nice little thing to add for people if they want to choose that. Yeah. Uh, and and it comes around several times. Like, as soon as you... Uh, you know, M- Mr. Mackey, during your psych evaluation at the beginning, he, he warns you you may be treated differently due to your gender. Um, and, uh, you know, you just kind of kind of expect these things but um as soon as you leave the school a fight scene is triggered with one of the town's resident rednecks and he Mm -hmm. says well 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 if it isn't a cisgendered girl or you know whatever you happen to be uh we don't take kindly to your tap around here 
Mm-hmm. And it, it just, you know, they do that more than once. Um, you end up in a, you end up at the church where the priest will try to molest fight you, regardless of your gender. Molest fight. Molest fight, yeah. I've been in a few of those, I think, in my life. It has, folks. It has. I, I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, th- this is South Park. This is exactly what I want from this game. Just uh, The more I see, the more I'm just like, dude, they're... Yeah, it really is peak They're South Park. Like, rushing it. Um, I know there was some fear that, like, you know, it's it's Ubisoft. It's a different studio. They're gonna be doing things differently. Maybe they'll try to put their own thing on it. And I, I like the more I see of it, the more that's just getting smashed. That that assumption. Yeah, they're working with um, what, what which one are they working with? I know it's South Park Studio specifically. Um, uh, uh, San Francisco, Ubisoft, San Francisco. Is that right? I think it is San Francisco. Let me look here. It is... Well, they're just saying... Uh... It just says Ubisoft. It just says Ubisoft. Yeah. I, I think it's Oh, yeah, yeah, right there. I've seen them. Uh, the game is being developed by Ubisoft San Francisco for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, replacing Obsidian yeah. Entertainment, who worked with them on the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's crazy. And it's not like Ubisoft's like, oh, let's just make this game. They're making this not crazy... Like, graphically, this game's not insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's South Park. You know, it's been kind of the same deal forever. But the engine they're using is the Snowdrop engine. Yep. Which Hello. is, holy shit. Uh, it could create, like, this game three times, if not six times more than, you know, oh, like, like what more graphically using. and graphically, physically powerful. Yeah, just, yeah. It, it could crush. I mean, it made, it made the snow dynamic in um, The Division. Mm-hmm. Like, and their snow dynamics were really good. Like, everything yeah. from just the way your character slightly drags their toe, or... Um, yeah, the the engine is... I mean, they have a drag-and-drop, like, procedural creation of buildings for a block, mm. if you want to. It, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, just creating this game, so... But yeah, I mm. mean, I guess getting back on track, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's their... That's South Park, you know? That's South Park for you. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it a lot. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't wait. And when when's that one due to drop, do you remember? Uh, that one is set, uh, I think it's the 18th. I think it's October 18th. It might be the okay. 17th. It's, it's right around there. That. Yeah. But it's it's like mid-October. Wow. That, that's going to be, October's going to be a hard month for me, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm really for me. I'm. I've whittled it down to definitely South Park and uh, definitely uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Those are the two. So much stuff. Yeah. And when's uh, Assassin's Creed is October, isn't it? Assassin's Creed's as well. Like I have to skip. Or November, maybe November, first week of November. I thought it was. I thought so it was. Much. I thought it was October. I thought it was like right around Halloween mm. that it was coming out. Maybe even on Halloween. Wow. Um. Let me look. Assassin's Creed Origins release date October 27th Damn Fuck me Yep (laughs) So 
you know, buckle up um, and uh, start saving three months ago. Everyone's done. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. I've been warning your asses since our E3 preview episode. Yeah. Yeah. Tighten that belt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But cool. Um, Uh, Well, actually, yeah, I have another... uh, Another DLC for for a game that I was really big on uh, when it first came out. I think I've mentioned a couple other DLCs yeah, that we've, come out for it. We've talked about them a few times. Um, these guys mm-hmm. are actually uh, on our Facebook. They, I think they followed us and liked you know the coverage uh, we were putting out about them. So yeah, the first review definitely. Um, yeah, Soma Sim Games, which as far as I can tell is two brothers in Chicago. Hell yeah, uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so Project High Rise. Um, there's been several. Uh, kind of really tiny expansions this is the smallest one yet it's only a buck 99 you can't beat that tokyo towers um kind of gives you uh kind of a new backdrop that is um obviously like japan styled uh and there's new uh, a couple new features it's it's mainly new rooms and the style of room is more japanese and you know it's a little smaller than some of the uh, typical apartment rooms that you could put into your tower before um but yeah it's basically just a little bit of flavor uh like i said it i mean I can't imagine cheaper DLC than two bucks. Yeah. You know, I mean, Steam takes that's, what? That's awesome. 25 to 33%. So, <laughs> yeah. They're making like a buck 20 on this. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I got it already. Um, it just came out to today when we're recording, which is the eighth. Um, yeah. So there's also a, uh, a Miami Malls expansion and a Las Vegas expansion that Las Vegas added hotels and, uh, um, like event venues and stuff, and then the Miami malls was uh, more extensive, like retail, so you could get different types of, um, well, basically just different retail opportunities that you couldn't get in the base game. You could add like right. little stores and stuff, yeah. but you were still like an office building. You can grab, you know, all this stuff separate, or you can grab Project High Rise, Las Vegas, Miami malls, and Tokyo Towers uh, mm-hmm. for ten percent off. Usually, it'd be like thirty. Uh, it looks like it's twenty-seven and change yeah but with, with the game i think it's a 20 dollar game and all the dlcs so yeah so not go. bad it's a cool game it's a cool um uh, you a know just building simulator. manager sim right basically right so yeah i mean we we definitely support these you know like what these guys right. are doing so get out there and let us know what you guys think for sure cool uh the next thing is um something i actually ran across just like almost a, like Almost as we were going mm-hmm. live, uh, yeah. it's um, Friday the Thirteenth game. They just released literally a video, no words, um, on Facebook is where I saw it. Um, hmm. It alluding to uh, a new map, a new Jason skin, and possible um, weather dynamics for the game. Uh, that one's still up in the air, um, but uh-huh. this looks like it's. Uh, what was that part? I think it's part four. Um, yeah, what they're talking about here is, um, according to the teaser, uh, Friday the 13th's final chapter version of Jason will soon be added with unique kills as well as the part four map. Um, mm. Also interesting to note, and this comes from bloodydisgusting.com, which I imagine is more of a horror site than It's like a horror movie site, I think. Right. Um, it's also interesting to note that this particular map looks to feature... A rain element, which many players have been begging for. Um, mm. The rain effects can be added to all maps, they said. I, I don't awesome. think that that's true. Uh, uh, we'll see if rain will be added. Um, I'm not fully trusting what I'm seeing here. Why does uh, that uh, 
that picture of him on the top there looks like Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah, yeah, he, you know, it's it's part four. He's been got the shit beat out of him pretty good. Um, not quite to the effect of, uh, like, part eight or, <laughs> you know, part eight he was like waterlogged and drowned. Okay, wait a like minute. His skin was gone. It's the same Jason in all those movies. I believe so. Yes. And he carries on the injuries of the previous Jasons. Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. And I've I've seen like parts of them on TV and stuff. I never just sat down and watched the originals well, just because. Well, if you've I ever was... watched the original, if you ever watched Friday the Thirteenth, it doesn't even have him in it. He's not even in. Oh, he's not even in there. It's it's actually about his his mother that's pissed at the camp counselors for letting her kids drown. Uh. And then. You know, he comes back, and two, I think he has a bag over his head. He has, like, a burlap uh-huh. sack with an eye hole yeah, cut yeah, out of yeah, it. Yeah, the burlap and overalls. sack, yeah. Um, and then from there, it starts to transition more into the hockey mask and stuff yeah, like that. So, uh, I mean, we were already three in before we finally actually saw, you know, A good Jason. hot shot of Freddy, or, uh, yeah, Jason. Yeah. yeah Freddy versus Jason. That I would can't be, get the verses and, out of my head. And, and that's something that we've talked about for a long time, if you've ever watched, uh, like, our Friday Night, Friday the 13th streams. Um, mm-hmm. It would be cool to get if, if okay. So they got Friday the Thirteenth, right? They got the them real on board. license, yeah, yeah. And that wasn't yeah. that, they didn't start out that right that way. Imagine if they could get. I mean, Mortal Kombat did it. Mortal Kombat the had Freddy, Freddy, the whole Freddy had Alien had. Um, oh, imagine being able to play like the camp counselor side of this, but with Freddy running around or uh-huh. um, with Predator running around. It, yeah, it would just be same, interesting. Uh, it's all the same ownership, right? Um, I, I have no idea. I have no idea oh, where all that well, lies. I mean, but you know, they've been done before, so I don't see why it couldn't be done again. Right. Um. But yeah, this. I, I mean, I could actually see. Maybe that'll be their follow-up. Is an official uh, nightmare game. Yeah, that could be really cool. Um. But yeah, that's that. That's kind of where that's at. Looking at a um a, a new map. Uh, a new Jason with kills and skin, you know, all that possibly effects as well. They have their, um, I think it's like summer of 84 or summer of 86 um, mm-hmm. add on coming out. That's uh, just like basically beach attire for the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, they have, they, have oh, they were working on something else. Oh, the story mode that is supposed to be something. Yeah. So, this is supposed to hit PlayStation 4. All of this stuff is supposed to hit PlayStation 4 on Friday, October 13th. That'll do. Surprise! That's awesome. <laughs> um, so, that's yeah, cool. that's that's pretty cool. Um, and it looks like I messed up. Uh, if you want to go ahead and take the... If you want to start on the, the Resident Evil um, DLC and stuff. Okay, yeah. Just talk about um, it for a second. I need to okay, look at so, thing. Uh, Resident Evil 7 actually has another uh, DLC coming out. Um, it looks like a couple. Uh, there's there's going to be a Gold Edition as well. So, uh, I would say if you haven't played Resident Evil 7, I mean, get the Gold Edition. Oh, there's yeah. no reason not to at this point. Definitely. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the Not a Hero DLC um, That was actually it, supposed to come out in the springtime in, this spring uh yeah and i think even that was pushed slightly from what people were expecting it got um it got completely free. like derailed yeah that one's yeah. supposed to be completely free you um, don't need basically to you that, so. you play a uh, a segment um 
Okay, yeah, taking place after the horrific events that befell Ethan in Resident Evil 7. Uh, not a hero, basically. You're a member of New Umbrella. Chris and team uh, yeah, you're Chris Redfield, Chris Redfield. quickly set up a strategy to counter the latest threat. So, um, you know, you're, you're kind of uh, playing like a side story of what Chris Redfield's up to and uh, not a hero. Also, the end of Zoe will be included as part of the season pass. Otherwise, it's going to be about 15 bucks. Um, yeah. Zoe Baker's fate and introduces some new enemies in a new area. Yeah, um, you had an option with Zoe, so I don't know how that's gonna. Yeah. How that's gonna go? Um, kind of closer to the end of the game, you know. I won't spoil anything, of course, um, mm-hmm. because for me, this game, I was actually just one of my friends is playing this, and he's like, "This is the best Resident Evil I've ever played," and I agreed with him, and I was like, "Up until I I beat the game, mm-hmm. and then I, it takes away the mystery." Because when you yeah. look at it from the outside and you see the bakers and that house, it's fucking mm. horrifying. Right, right. But then, after I beat it, I got more of the feel of... I don't want to say Resident Evil 6, but where Resident Evil 4 and 5 were going. Where mm-hmm. it's, it's not... It, it wasn't as scary. It was more almost like militant. Like, you know what I mean? Like, more military. Um, it's yeah. not as... It, you don't feel helpless anymore. Right. And Which, I, that really is the bane, I think, of, like, it's the difference between horror and, like, a, like, tense survival suspense. game, I think. yeah. Yeah. And this game did a really good job of horror on my first mm-hmm. playthrough. Um, right. But by the time I was doing my second playthrough, I was literally walking through the game. I was I, afraid of nothing. Um, and yeah, that could be what they were going for. That could have been what they were going for. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but... Just, just weird. But yeah, um, you'll be able to pick up um, the. I think it's just the end of Zoe mm-hmm. with the season pass, or you can it can be purchased separately for fifteen bucks. Um, right. And then not a hero is going to be free. Not a hero will be free. Uh, actually, we have a few images here. Uh, the, not a hero is going to be very Resident Evil. I feel like Resident Evil Six. Uh, I, I'm mm-hmm. quickly becoming less and less a fan of Chris Redfield in Resident Evil <laughs> yeah. because he brings something to the plate that I don't like. Mm-hmm. And he, you can't feel helpless with him. He's always right. like, right. like, uh, Oh, well there's this monster. We'll check out this big gun that I have. And there were several times while I was playing as Ethan in seven. And I was like, shit, I have a field knife. <laughs> yeah. I mean like Chris Redfield really is like his character is, he is the guy that's prepared in any situation, you know? Right. And uh, even if he's not prepared, like, he can make himself prepared. So he's he's never, like, totally off guard or unaware. So he doesn't really show a lot of weakness, which, like, in horror, you know, the, the actual horror aspect is the weakness. So without it, it, it just totally changes the, the whole theme, you know? Yeah, I think I think my, my wish for direction for um, Resident Evil is I love what they did with Seven mm-hmm. with literally almost every aspect of it until the very end. Um, but I would like to keep Chris and the current guys like maybe separate and mm-hmm. not reset, but continue and have that, you know, have, have these people that haven't experienced this before experience Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, like, in-game. Like, they create a character like Ethan, um, and he's going through this horrific event, and he can't, 
you know, he can't he can't figure it out. He doesn't know what's really happening. And, uh, you know, he, I don't know. It it feels again, more hopeless than playing a character like Lee. Like, I don't want to say Leon because I feel like Leon would make it interesting, but Mm -hmm. definitely, uh, definitely, definitely Chris Chris, and possibly Jill in that regard, because Chris and Jill are kind of interchangeable. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, like keep Wesker away from it. Maybe, uh, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, like, well, you really did, like, they did, I think, a good job of, like, a minor reinvention. Like, they didn't have to throw everything out. Like, you can still see a lot of, like, core Resident Evil fingerprint all over Resident Evil 7. Right. But they in did a subtle good job ways. Of, yeah, yeah, real subtle ways. Like, you'll you pick up a photo, and it's like they're watching us from the helicopters. There's a helicopter mm-hmm. with the umbrella logo on the side. Right. Like, they, they just did a good job of, um... Kind of choosing a new direction for an established series, which is very difficult to do. Right. And I think that it was such a success. This is definitely the most talked about Resident Evil game I remember since 4. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it was uh, the first one I've played since... The, the, the first one I've really dug into since 4, I should say. I've played some... I've played 5 in, on multiplayer with some people. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, I think they need to stick with this kind of more horror-based identity because... The stuff that scared people and when the games were first coming out, and even up through 4, just don't necessarily work anymore. Yeah. So they, you have to find this new branch of horror, which I think they did find, and stick to it. Yeah, They what they need to do is, like, they obviously, while this was in, you know, being, being made, they understood what Silent Hills was doing. And then after them right. not coming out, they realized, like, we have an opportunity fully capitalize on that don't half-ass it and don't go back into those old ways continue Mm -hmm. that this is a mindfuck game like that's what we that that's what people want and that's why this was so successful going into that hillbilly like mansion Mm -hmm. horrifying like yeah it really is a nightmare like I'm, i'm just generally not good with um horror games but this one like i couldn't beat it it was just too much for me yeah, and I mean, if, if as you play on, there there's a turning, there's really a turning point. It you get to a point and you're just like, okay, and it is a little bit later in game, so it had to have been intentional. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there would be a point, even even you playing that, you know, someone who doesn't do well with horror games, like that, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, that's fine, and then you just continue on through, right? You know. I don't know. It just it has it has an interesting interesting feel after you beat the game, and it changes from when you you know from when you were playing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, December twelfth, um, they will have uh, the gold edition of Resident Evil, which will come with all of the DLC uh, that includes all of the band footage. Um, of course, you'll get the new stuff that's coming up: um, Not a Hero with Chris Redfield and End of Zoe. Uh, you know, seeing, I guess, what happened to Zoe. So, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Um, and the last little thing, it wasn't meant to be the last thing, but it ended up being the last thing. Um, Code Vein, which is uh, an, an interesting title. It's kind of like uh, if like Dark Souls, Devil May Cry, and an anime mm-hmm. had a kind weird baby. Yeah. Okay, well, I was just... Right off the top, I have to get this off my chest. 
Uh, if you guys want to see my code vein, hit me up in the DMs. <laughs> Weird. Mm-hmm. All right. It's all out there on the internet if you look hard enough. Yeah, well, everything is, you know? Yeah. Uh, but this game is done by... Uh, uh, it's published by uh, Bandy Namco. Uh, yep. And its developer is called Shift, which I'm not familiar with. Um, Shift has made Freedom Wars for the Vita. Oh, yeah. God Eater. Everything God Eater on uh, the PSP and Vita. And apparently God Eater 2 Rage Burst and God Eater Resurrection came out on PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, they did Ape God Academy Eater, 2. Yeah. Yes. And Ape Quest. Game of the Year. Game of the Year. Um, so, these guys are working on uh, a Soulsian fusion of hmm. anime and you know that yeah. dark souls and i'm kind of curious I, I just wanted to put this in here because it was the first look at gameplay of it and uh mm-hmm. it's very interesting um i think it's uh i think it's vampire based right um i don't know if you remember uh, yeah. hearing i think it's vampires and there's uh, a lot of vampire games coming out right now i, I see that there's someone else running around uh I think it's an NPC. It looks. like. I can't tell if it's an NPC or a playable character. Because it's it's really not. Uh, I'm trying not to like shit all over this game here. It's, it's not. It's straight. not like functioning very intelligently. Yeah. And it just wants to walk right up to him and stand next to him and look at him. So yeah. it, and it hasn't been changing weapons or anything. So I think it's. Uh, I think it's an NPC. I think that's safe to say. It just started now attacking. So I don't think a player would have. Right. He, he a player would have thought player about starts it. it. Right. Yeah. So. Or actually, he waits until the enemy attacks the player. So even right. if the player attacks a couple times, if the enemy hasn't swung yet, he doesn't want to go. So Yeah, he even rolled out of the way there when he was uh, mm-hmm. readying up and he had no interest right. in attacking. But this looks very interesting, just graphically. Um, mm-hmm. I like the look of it. It's a little celly. Yeah. Uh, it's got it, some very realistic environment, it looks like. It's um, literally that fusion between... It's like an anime cel-shaded game. Right. And right. I don't think I've ever seen that before really ever talked about it um mm-hmm. but yeah even right there you know the part i was just at you saw him do the standard souls thing of you know pulling an enemy going right. out grabbing an enemy and pulling him back to a safe spot to fight him one-on-one rather than you know fighting yes. 15 people um so otherwise you're physicked yep every time uh ran in mm-hmm. that today in the surge so thumbs up yep uh, but yeah, this game looks cool. It's just something to keep an eye on. I, I just wanted to, um, you know, if people haven't seen this yet, wanted to, you know, bring it to their attention. Um, it just, it looks cool. That was about it. Hmm. I, I thought I'd just kind of cap off the video with, with that video and podcast. Yeah. It's a, it, it's a interesting looking game and it like, it seems like From Software is just going to let other companies fill this Dark Souls void. So, um, yeah. I don't know if they're just not interested anymore. I don't know if they told, you know, if they did what they had and that's it, and now somebody else can do whatever they want. Um, there is definitely an opening in that Soulsian uh, game type. Well, they said, I think they, I think they said that three was kind of it, um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like it, it wasn't done by any means like they weren't done with that type of game by any means um they made bloodborne 
And uh, I think that was their turning point. They had already started development on 3, and they were thinking that 3 was going to be it, and then they made Bloodborne. And they were like, oh shit, look how different Bloodborne is from Dark Souls, and look how we can take our creative freedoms elsewhere. And and that was pretty much it. They were just kind of like, you know, checking out, like testing the waters. And uh, like, what happens if we take out magic and we put them in, you know, like a gothic type setting? Like, let's see what happens. And that's what Bloodborne was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I, th- I think they'll they'll be back. And that's going to be like, like I don't know if you remember, but when God of War was coming out, we had a lot of games that were like God of War. Right. Like when God of War 3 was dropping finally. Because there were so many people capitalizing on what God of War was. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of them... I mean, some of them did well, but they didn't capitalize the way that God of... They didn't do as well as God of War, of course. Because right. of the name. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's going to be... We're going to see the same thing. We're going to see a lot of games making that. I mean, we've already seen The Surge, and now we have this, and there's going to be... There's going to be more. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's it when Dark Souls or not even Souls, just when From Software does their next big thing, it's going to be that holy shit. This is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah, I really hope they do another mech fighting game. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, was, the, was it uh, was it Front Mission that they did or uh, no Armored Core? Nope. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't get into them until uh, Demon Demon Souls. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. just over here waiting for another Chrome Hounds. Where's my Chrome Hounds at? There's another one I never played. Nobody played it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I should. <laughs> okay, so you shouldn't feel bad. No, it was just me, and I only played single player. So, yeah, that had like a multiplayer aspect. I remember people coming it in like talking about that. It was supposed to be only multiplayer. It was supposed to be only multiplayer. Basically, I mean, there oh. was a story mode, but it was like practice missions only. Oh. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I'm into mech games. He's into mech. Turns games. out, and I'm actually quite the opposite. I usually hate mech, uh, almost anything mech, anything Gundam related. Mm. Like in that vein, Ooh, Gundam not, Dynasty Warriors Gundam game coming out soon. Just not my jam. And I'm surprised the surge. The only reason the surge is a thing for me, and they're wearing like mech armor, is mm. because it's the blood, you know, the Dark Soulsian yeah. feel. So. Almost, almost uh, leaked a hot Bloodborne exclusive. <laughs> Do you think there's gonna be a Bloodborne too? I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Uh, I, I would like to think there's going to be, but then again, I kind of get the feeling of like that game did mm-hmm. well. You know, it did well on its own. Um, yeah. Let's move on. Like, it would be cool yeah, to let's... see. Um, th- they always do this gritty type of gameplay. Like, it would be cool to get like. A cyberpunk style game like that. Oh, that would be sick. Like just something just super street and gritty. Uh, uh-huh. A cyberpunk Dark Souls game. Like that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see. Like, I think they're very good at like developing a world and like the story of a world. Yeah, in their um, own weird way. Yeah, and they're like little weird, creepy. Like we let you figure it out. We don't hold your little baby hand way. Right. Uh, which I think would be really good with sci-fi, cyberpunk, uh, you know, steampunk, whatever you want to do, I'll play it. Yeah, pretty much. Or at uh, least to like, watch somebody play it, if I, even though I suck at it. And, like, with, uh, it, it started with Bloodborne, uh, mm-hmm. myself and another, you know, person, 
uh, play Bloodborne, and then uh, Dark Souls 3, we ended up going three players all playing that game at the same time. Oh, wow, that's cool. And, yeah, we were all playing in the same world, and it led to us going, okay, so we're going to enter Pasty Pasta Man's world, so everyone join him. And we play mm-hmm. through this area and beat a boss with him. And then, like, okay, everyone join Night Storm's world and do the same thing. And it led to triple experience, so it kind of broke the game a little bit for us. Uh-huh. Because we had so much experience, and we had... Um, well, yeah, you turned into a real baller real quick. Yeah, yeah, we we had, like, three of everything. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh it was cool, though. Yeah, and, and it, it changes the way that the game is played. You don't have to, you know, they, they assume that you're going to play that game by yourself. And the Surge, you know, they did they did it in Dark Souls because they wanted you to be able to call in... Um, I don't even know if it was originally supposed to be calling in other players as it was just supposed to be calling in NPCs because you meet people right. in the game and if, you know, you do certain things, they'll be basically your bro, and then you can you know, jump into, like, they'll jump into your boss battle with you to help you out a little bit. But it kind of became, like, the game's almost broken if you have too many people in your party. Yeah. It's it's just, it's too easy. So, I, I don't know. It It's cool. And the Surge just did away with it entirely. It's only single player. You can't call anyone else into your, into your little party or whatever, so... But yeah, that one's a uh, code vein. You can check out. They have a 17, uh, 17 minutes uh, Dark Soulsian gameplay video uh, that you can check it out. Um, drop us a line. Let us know what you think of this and anything else that we talked to today. Uh, talked mm-hmm. about today. Um, you can do that over uh, at um, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Uh, and you know, check out all the other cool stuff that we've been talking about throughout the week. Or just drop us a line on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Uh, don't forget to like and follow us. Um, that's so you know you can keep up to date with all the stuff that we're doing, whether it be this, uh, our new upcoming D and D adventure. Did you want to say anything about that? Um, yeah. So uh, you know, I'm not sure who else following along, but uh, obviously we're a little behind on uh, our D and D game. Uh, we're actually going to be looking at starting a little bit smaller crew. Something a little bit easier. Um, looking at Apocalypse World right now, kind of a obviously post-apocalyptic, uh, much more like story-focused RPG, and it's a lot more collaborative. So it's a lot less pressure on the um, you know game master. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to like crunch through those a lot quicker. Yeah. So you know, and you know, you get access to stuff like that too. Um, we always live stream it on uh, Facebook or uh, Mammoth Games Inc. Uh, mm-hmm. Twitch account. And then it usually, you know, we're going to try to start massing, uh, you know, a good amount of videos so we can start pumping out like one a week or one every two weeks or whatever, X amount right. a month. Um, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so that's pretty much it um, for this week, the week of uh, September 11th. So thanks for listening uh, and or watching, guys. And, uh, you know, until next week, I'm Night Swarm. And I'm Filtercord. Thanks, guys. Peace.